This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out with the sizzling hot Jonathan Von Tobel from VEASAN. Another 3-0 week on his best bets here on the Sports Better's Paradise of the Bet Rivers Network. And let's keep it going. We're ready for the divisional round. But before we get into the NFC matchups for this Saturday and Sunday, well played, JVT. Thanks, man. Now it's a pretty good run. When you're winning stuff uh, outside of sports betting, right, when you're hitting on things, uh, you're on a pretty good run. I was hanging out with uh, my colleague Mitch Moss the other day, and uh, right before I saw him, hit a video, a couple of nice hands in video poker, you know, got some money in some other spots. So I'm sure it'll all come crashing and burning, but I do feel like, you know, I've, I've got a decent feel on what I read on these teams and how I've got them rated, and it's a perfect time as we head into the postseason. Certainly, you uh, you were in some sticky spots. San Francisco yeah. was down at halftime, uh, you know, laying at nine and a half. Uh, Jacksonville had a little bit of a deficit that I think uh, everybody has discussed uh, at uh, will. And hey, listen, under forty one and a half, it was on forty one with twelve thirteen minutes to go, and it uh, got stuck right there. Some nice um, clock management by the Ravens toward the end as well. So, hey, 3-0 and is 3-0 and no matter how you uh, dress it up. Let's get to the Saturday night game in Philadelphia in the number one seed. Philadelphia Eagles are 7.5 and 48 right now at Bet Rivers over the Giants. Giants here's the, the Giants look really good. They won and, and it, it, it was pretty decisive. Um, mm-hmm. But, boy, there were some easy throwing opportunities. So how much is the Giants looking good? How much is Minnesota really bad, especially on defense? Seven and a half and 48, JVT. I think they really this is just about the uh, the New York Giants, Jimmy. Like this is a team that has been somewhat undervalued by the betting market for a little bit now. And you even go back to the last week of the regular season where, you know, the market kind of slid, like, was like, oh, no, this Eagles team, they're great, they're incredible, they have something to win for. They're, we're going to bet this thing up to 17 in some spots. And it didn't even come close to covering that number. But I think really this is about the way that the Giants are going to come in here. They can run the ball. I think we know that at this point right now. And they have, dare I say, a two-headed monster between Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. They have their own quarterback that can work on the ground along with Saquon Barkley. It makes their running game deadly. And that is, I think, the weakness that we've all kind of circled here for Philadelphia, right? And it is up front against some really strong rushing attacks. This is a divisional matchup that we have seen, of course, get played pretty tightly. And I think we've also seen evidence of the betting market, not just out of Week 17, but in the second half of the season, really overvalue this Philadelphia Eagles team. They're very good. They're a very talented bunch. But I think the market has been too high on Philadelphia to get this to 7.5, right, a very key number against a divisional opponent and a third matchup between them. And on top of that, Jimmy, you know, when you read reports and quotes out of Week 18 – 
that Jalen Hurts was still injured and was still feeling a lot of pain when they were playing in that game. They didn't want to bring him back in that game. They had to because Gardner Minshew couldn't win one of the two starts that he had out there. But Jalen Hurts would not have played in that game because he was not fully healthy, but they needed him to maximize the probability of winning that game. So I think all those things put together, and arguably I would say, because Sirianni's great, don't get me wrong, but I think one of the best head coaches left in the National Football League playoffs in Brian Dable. Uh, Give me the New York Giants. I'm willing to go down on this ship with New York in the way that they have been playing. This will be the third time that the Eagles and the Giants have played since Sunday, December 11th. Now, that game yeah. in uh, in Giant Stadium, it was all Philadelphia, uh, 48 to 22. But since that game, uh, they're three and two, but they're five and zero oh against the spread. Uh, are the New York Giants, uh, including that game uh, that Week 18 where they rested everybody and only lost 22 to 16. Very interesting in that game. Also, no design runs. Uh, called by the Philadelphia Eagles. That tells you that Jalen Hurts is, is injured. Uh, be, and, and you saw it was a big difference. Now, I expect them to uh, st- start running design runs, but that's where Jalen Hurts is right now. He just didn't go to a, a one-look-and-run guy to all of a sudden an advanced passer, okay? Mm-hmm. He is – he is excelling because defenses are forced to, you know, and run support when you know of him as a runner, and that opens some things up. Strictly as a passer, bogged down in the red zone, and then as it got deeper, just uh, made it much more easy to defend when they didn't have to respect his legs. Going to be interesting to see how much the design runs uh, in this game uh, on Saturday night. Again, third time that they will be playing. Philadelphia 2-0 and straight up in those games, but the Giants 1-1 one one ATS. All right, this, uh, the, the, the last one, Sunday evening, San Francisco and Dallas. Look ahead line, we were thinking about maybe five and a half, six. It opens up four, and it goes down to three and a half. Right now at Bet River, San Francisco is Three and a half and 46. Uh, two-sided action uh, on this one uh, so far. San Francisco uh, at home. Dallas, I mean, what do we, I mean, yes, this will be a step up uh, for uh, San Francisco. They have the Purdy in his great run. Uh, he has put up tremendous numbers. He's looked very comfortable. Did have some kinks early against uh, Seattle. Had some jitters. Got rid of those quick, and then he he was rolling again, and Dallas looked very good on Monday night against Tampa Bay. Get it, Bet Rivers, right now, JVT. It's Frisco, three and a half and 46. Yeah, I'll continue riding the San Francisco train. You know, I really believe in this team and the pieces around Brock Purdy. It's not so much that I even don't believe in Brock Purdy, but he's got a great system around him. He's got one of the best play callers in the National Football League offensively in Kyle Shanahan. He has skill positions that are among the best in the National Football League with George Kittle and others that are working with him. I think that when you see this, this is a really nice setup for Purdy. And it's been brought up, and it's a really great point, right? Every single week with Purdy, it's like, okay, hey, Hey, man, this is his first playoff game. Hey, it's a road game. Hey, it's the first time a team's seen him a second time. And he continues to deliver because the scheme around him gives him a baseline of play because it's set up so well. And on the other side, Jimmy, this is not the defense that the Dallas Cowboys just faced. The, you know, the, the quiet thing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the last few weeks of the regular season is that their defense had regressed. It had been getting worse. And they got picked apart by Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. This is a much different animal that Dak and the, of course, the Cowboys do have to take on in the San Francisco 49ers. This is the part of the uh, 49ers I like the most, which is their defensive prowess and what they can do at all three levels of that defense. So for me, 
it's kind of like a little bit of a, hey, I feel like this 49ers team, as crazy as it sounds, might be a little undervalued coming into the postseason, right? And we're talking about nine and a half against the Seahawks, which they end up in the second half covering with ease, dropping 505 total yards, 7.9 yards per play on that Seahawks team. And then again here, the market seeing this number and driving it down initially and getting it to under four. So give me San Francisco. I'll continue to ride this train and the pieces that are all around Brock Purdy. And Purdy seems to be the cherry on top because he's handled this very, very well. I'm with you uh, 100%. And it's funny that the San Francisco 49ers, from Trey Lance to Garoppolo, I thought was a little bit of an upgrade. I mean, mm-hmm. Lance, he needs reps. And then here comes Purdy. And, well, I didn't think when they first put him in against Miami, but it has been an upgrade. You can't deny that. Their numbers have got him. And it's Purdy has what Lance didn't. And that's college reps. 48 starts at Iowa State. Reps help your development. It's just that quick, and it speeds things up. Since he has taken the majority of the snaps, and he came in when they were down 7 to nothing in that Miami game, and they went on to win 33-17, 6-1 against the spread. Only time they failed to cover was that shootout, 37-34, uh, in Las Vegas. So Frisco on a an 11-0 run, 6-1 against the spread with Purdy as, uh, you know, taking the most snaps. Um, yeah, I'm on San Francisco as well. I think their offensive line's a little bit better than Tampa Bay's right now. Just yep. a tad. Just a tad. And 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 give Shanahan credit, man. This is he's got, you know, two guys that are basically identical and these explosive all purpose guys in, in Debo Samuel, uh in uh in Christian McCaffrey. Uh they may look a different, but they sure do play and do a lot of the same things and Man, you just don't know which one's going wherever, and he's very creative uh, in a running game. I think they are going to be favored from here on out. I think they're going to be favored uh, if both Philadelphia and San Francisco uh, advance. So Giants and San Francisco. JVT, he's 6-0 and in the last two weekends in the NFL. Giants at San Francisco this week. Anything we missed, JVT? Uh, not really. You know, I think I know you're doing the AFC. I'll say this, you know, for Cincinnati, they're a team that I wanted to back kind of going forward. Those offensive line injuries worry me a little bit, but if the number kind of continues to climb, sitting at five over at Bet Rivers, like it, uh, I'm going to be back in the Cincinnati Bengals. I got to take it on and win the Super Bowl. I still like that team quite a bit, and Joe Burrow is good enough to overcome some relatively poor offensive line play, as we have seen on a run to the Super Bowl. So uh, that is the only thing else that I had in my back pocket. And at Jacksonville, I think they're getting bantied about as the Bengals of this year. We'll see. I think they cover that number, but uh, I'm not sure if they have the run in them that the Bengals did last year. We will see. We will see. So, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, last year's at the end of the season, the playoffs, the two little hiccups early, and it has been unbelievable. He has been a covering machine uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. And, yes, uh, their offensive line, it's back to kind of where it was last year uh, in, in the uh, in the playoffs. And Buffalo, uh, way less than impressive in that uh, hang, uh, that wire act, high wire act against Miami in the third string quarterback, the undrafted free uh, free agent. <clears throat> Scholar Thompson. So they were hanging on by a thread. Let's keep it going. JVT 6-0 last uh, two weeks, 32-21 and 21 on the season. For Jonathan Von Tobel, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.